When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome back to another realistic sustainability, well, Mike's opinion, I guess. So, recently, Elon Musk came out in public and put a million dollars on the line for the best carbon capture technology. Well, first of all, that's a lot of money. Second of all, I think all of us said, trees, where do I get my check? Because it's true, trees are the masters of locking up carbon, just like most foliage. But that's not what he was looking for. Why did he create the contest if we already have nature's best way of doing it? Well, that's why I wanted to do this opinion short, because what we're not talking about here is he's willing to pay a million dollars to not change. And that's what it is. He doesn't want to change what he's doing. We're putting too much carbon into the air, and he doesn't necessarily want to change that. He does a little bit, but he'd rather find the shortcut. So... Unless Elon thinks that his movement is going to somehow fail, which at this point electric cars is a thing, it's going to be a thing, and it's going to be a permanent thing, or he just wants it as a backup plan to lock up carbon so that climate can be mitigated quicker, but carbon isn't the only thing that would need to be locked up. Carbon is because of us. Carbon is because internal combustion engines and factories and all the emissions we send. So it's almost like he assumes that we're going to keep those. This shows how much commercial business is willing to spend on a shortcut because they don't want to adapt or they fear they can't adapt. They will throw money at the problem. Even Elon Musk wants to engineer a solution to a natural problem. Look around us. Nature does the job for us. We just can't emit more than it can handle. But instead of changing our lifestyles and changing the products we use, the answer is let's find an engineering solution. The one thing everybody seems to forget is that the problem isn't that we can't capture carbon quick enough. It's that we emit it too quickly. We send way too much into our atmosphere for the planet to balance. In most cases, the answer should be emit less. But that's not what we're looking at. And I, I've had this driven into my head because when I was at the University of Michigan, Dr. Kaufman always got on me about trying to engineer myself out of problems. And he would constantly tell me, you can't always engineer yourself out of a natural problem. And it's only a problem because we interrupted nature. It was fine before us. And that's true. Most situations were fine before we started to interrupt. He's absolutely correct. And without us, nature corrects itself. We have to build a much more symbiotic relationship with the planet. We can't just manhandle everything that we don't like. We can't simply say, I want to pour as much as I want into the, into the atmosphere, so I'm going to engineer a way to pull it back out. Because over time, nature will always win. I think you've heard me say that before. And for me, biomimicry as an engineer is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. We have to be able to do what nature does. 
And we have to do what nature does so that we can live that symbiotic relationship with nature. So we have to learn it from nature. If we can't figure out how trees do it, then we have to be able to live within the means to let trees do it. I know a lot of times people don't believe me, but we can do this. We can make our changes to live within the natural world. Well, first of all, we have to, but we can do it. Humans are an intelligent species. We're highly adaptive, and we're capable of doing great things. Well, right now we're not, but we can. And I know how people feel about this, and I know how they feel about the world. But all we have to do is change our thinking. Consume a little less, but do a little more. And change, change can happen. Now, I don't know why every time I say the word change, people assume bad, because a lot of change, most change, is for the better. It can be good. And this kind of change... It can be really good for us, our ability to live on this planet, but more important, the inhabitants and our children's future. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this educational short slash Mike's opinion. And if you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend. It's it's that extra social media exposure that really helps us out. Or if you get an opportunity, leave us a review on iTunes. That also helps. Apparently... All the podcast places look to iTunes, and if we have a five-star rating with a bunch of ratings, we show up in their search engines. I appreciate your time, and we'll see you next week. Hi, this is Mike, co-host of Realistic Sustainability, the podcast, which you probably already know, but I'm also the author of A Beginner's Guide to Greening Your Life. That was the book that led to our Facebook page, our Facebook group, and, well, even this show. It offers tips on promoting your positive footprint while decreasing your carbon footprint. So, if you want to read what started all of this, get A Beginner's Guide to Greening Your Life. Available on Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or just visit greeningyourlife.org for more information. Thank you for joining the sustainable movement and promoting a greener future.